listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a doggy dog world is brought to you by Petco.com. Petco is a leading specialty retailer of premium pet food supplies and services, offering more than 10,000 high-quality pet-related products. Enter the code DOGGY10, D-O-G-G-Y, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You run around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of a TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert, and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me today are my good friends, Petra Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. Hello. And our dogs, Walter, who's belly up on Kate's lap, and Bashir's hiding behind me on the floor. Today we're going to talk about what you need to do to prepare for a new puppy before you bring him home. And as one of our training students said, how not to panic when you do bring him home. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine walking in the door, have a puppy and go, <gasps> what oh now? my gosh, what have I done? <laughs> I, I've actually, as many times as I've brought new dogs home, I have thought that. <laughs> Oh, I really enjoyed my night's sleep last night. How long is it going to be before I have another good night's sleep? Selective amnesia. Yes, That's yes. That's why we keep getting more puppies. Yeah. Well, that, and I kind of figure if I get a new puppy every three years or so, then I stay in the, the cycle of it, and it's not like this huge, horrible, well, five years between Bashir and Riker. That, that was hard. Good thing uh, Bashir was a good puppy. Yeah. <laughs> or 13 years later, you get a puppy. I don't remember it being this hard. Oh, but how many of our 13. students say that? <laughs> yeah. They say that. Our previous that. dog was perfect from day one. <laughs> how many years ago was that? <laughs> well, let's see. He died last year. He was 16. <laughs> <laughs> there you Your go. mind wipes that out. You don't remember. <laughs> now, in several of our podcasts, we've talked about choosing a dog, so we're not going to talk about that here. We're going to talk about other stuff here. You've already leaped into the chasm. Yes. Yeah, but, but again, yeah. before we talk about anything, <laughs> we need to give a break to our sponsors. Ah. <laughs> Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Movement afoot, shoebuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop shoebuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. Shoebuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code DOGGY, D O G G Y, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at shoebuy.com. 
Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash world, W-O-R-L-D, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. Hello! I'm Deborah Wolf, and I'm inviting you to my animal party on Pet Life Radio. The dress code? Come as you are. Pajamas, a tux, you can even go naked like your pets. Unleash your party animal at my animal party. Guests you know from Animal Planet, TV, radio, the news, and bookstores will be joining me. And that's because after I won Best Pet Radio in America from the DWAA, I got my paw on the door and I met a lot of amazing people. And the best of the best are going to be coming to the party. They're coming to party with us. So join us at the animal party. Don't miss the party. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. Today we're talking about what to do before you bring a puppy home, preparing for that puppy, and then again... How not to panic once you bring it home. So, some first things. A crate. I no, cannot... first thing, take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> Let it out. Okay. Actually, I was in one of the pet stores the other day, and I was dying to start up a conversation with this guy, but I restrained myself. He had what looked to be about a five-month-old mixed breed, and he was picking out a crate. Oh, that's way too late. I know. <laughs> and the dog was looking like, what? I don't need one of those. And the guy was like, yeah, we're going to find one of these for you. I can only imagine what his house looked like that had led him to this. But he had a look of desperation on his head. We're going to find a crate that's going to fit you. <laughs> I cannot even imagine raising a puppy or an adolescent puppy on into adulthood without a crate. No. And I don't use a crate as a jail. The puppy's not in it 24 hours a day. But he definitely spends the night in it. And if I need to run to the store or something and I'm just going to be oh, gone heck, a short... take a shower. Take yeah, a shower. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Talk on the phone without having to go, puppy, drop it, leave it, stop it. Uh, <laughs> yes. Or maybe cur- just trying to cook dinner yeah. or something. Sure. Here's a rawhide. Here's your crate. <laughs> you know, give me 15 minutes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, other than having a full-time household staff. <laughs> <laughs> crate is wonderful. It's wonderful. It would be like, I don't know, raising a baby, a human baby, on your own without any playpens or uh, oh, yeah. cradles or anything. And that's a good point. A lot of people that we talk to go, oh, I don't want to put my puppy in jail. 
But it's much the same as using a playpen for a baby. <laughs> exactly. It not only does it keep the puppy and baby in one spot, but it prevents them from getting into trouble, and it prevents it keeps them safe. Keeps them safe. Or a crib. Yeah. A crib. You, you know. put a little toddler's in a crib. What's the difference? Yeah. I mean, been people that have their puppy sleep with them. I mean, it doesn't happen very often, but it happens. That can people can roll over. Sure. On a baby, whether it's a human yeah. or a puppy. A puppy. Yep. But even more important, when the puppy hits adolescence and he starts chewing and digging and... You don't keep him safe. Yeah. And he's not potty trained yet. How come? Uh, <laughs> we won't go into... Behind the couch. We won't go into... In this podcast, we won't go into <laughs> crate training. But if you want to go back to one of our previous podcasts on house training... We talked about how to introduce your puppy to a crate. Suffice to say, we think a crate is essential. Essential. Okay, next thing you need before you bring the puppy home, dog food. What was the puppy eating before you pick him up? Because you got to have some of that on hand. And if you want to change the puppy's food, get some of your new food, but don't change him overnight. <laughs> you have a Can't puppy with... diapers on the puppy. <laughs> Imagine the mess. But another reason Woo! for the crate. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Eating food rapidly is a good way to cause diarrhea. Yes, so you yeah. need the old puppy food, the old food he was eating. And then at the end of that night, you're going to go, why did I get a puppy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, food, really important. <laughs> Where on the list do we have the... Uh, Shot of whiskey that you take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about a leash? And something to fasten it to. A sturdy leash, but not an expensive one. And not a retractable <laughs> one. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh. no. <laughs> I mean, shoot, I think if you have a puppy, go to the dollar store. <laughs> They're yeah. a buck. Get yes. a few because, you know, you'll leave it laying around the and the puppy, puppy might will get chew it and it. chew it. Besides, having more more than one leash is a good idea. Oh, definitely. Drape one over the back doorknob for when you go to take the puppy out to go potty to teach him where you want him to go. Mm-hmm. Put one near your keys for when you're going to go outside. Keep one, one in on your car. Put one on top of the crate. Put one in your car. So, yes, the front doorknob, the front doorknob for when people come to the door. You can never have too many come in handy. And, and that is from dog trainers who all have about three dozen leashes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> of various kinds yeah. and assorted makes and models. I think I have like six or seven in my truck. <laughs> <laughs> now, what to fasten it to? I like to put a buckle collar on my puppies, and I like to have some identification on that buckle collar. Definitely. We say buckle. Sometimes people ask me about that. Even if it's the side release clamps and all the above, or, or, it's still yes. called, if it's a non-constricting collar. Yes, whether it be a quick release or the side release or actually or actual a buckle, buckle. Or an actual buckle. It's still uh, a buckle collar. Yeah. A flat collar. A flat collar, yes. And identification. I usually have a tag made up before I bring the puppy home, even if I don't know what the new puppy's name's going to be. Mm-hmm. I have my name and phone number and cell phone number on it. So and just even after you pick the name, you can use that as a luggage tag later on. Sure, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Good uh, idea. Yep. I never throw anything away. You know that. I know that. Food bowls. Bowls, yes. With a baby puppy, I like an unspillable water bowl. Really? You know, like when they hit the top and they go, woo! All the water or the food goes flying. That's so much fun. Nope, nope. My ideal is a heavy crock for the water. Uh-huh. And stainless steel for the food. Yes. 
I don't like plastic. Well, a lot no. of puppies and cats end up with chin acne from the plastic ones because the plastic just doesn't always get clean enough, yeah, even if you like throw it in the dishwasher. Yeah. Aluminum nums. Those are good. Stan likes stainless steel. Whatever. And it throws in the dishwasher just fine. Yeah. How about baby gates and X pens? Oh. Yes. <laughs> Where, Kate? Thrift stores, huh? Yeah. yeah. As now, you know, now I see a lot of uh, yard sales, and I'm always passing. I always see baby gates. Mm-hmm. Always baby gates there. Or if you have a small breed dog, people go and buy used playpens. Oh, yeah, sure. Put a little a small breed dog in a playpen. I remember when my mom raised her old Shih Tzu, who's passed away, Cosmo. She had a baby playpen for Cosmo when mm-hmm. he was a puppy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Again, some way to keep puppies safe from their own silliness. Yep. At an early age. And then you got to have some toys, like a Kong or Kong-like toy. Don't give them your old shoe. Don't give Don't. them a knotted sock, even if it's got a hole in the toe. Exactly. Teach them from what the makes beginning. This difference? Yes. Nothing! Yes. <laughs> in chorus now. <laughs> so toys. toys and... I like the Kong-like toys so you can give them puzzles to work on while they're in their playpen or their exercise mm-hmm, pen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Grooming supplies. Depending on what breed or coat type your puppy is or has, you want to start introducing him to grooming young. Don't wait until he's five, six months old and a matted mess to introduce him to combing. Yeah. You know what? And it would say don't get a slicker brush right away on puppy fur and puppy skin. This, this so many times that turns a puppy off. It's like brushing. Ow! Ooh, don't like it. It hurts. I'm gonna bite it. You know. Get if one you of don't know what a slicker brush is, it has zillions of little fine metal pins, often with an angle in them, and they tend to be sharp. I know uh, a groomer that I knew recommended you get a new slicker brush, take it out to the sidewalk, and rub it back and forth on the sidewalk to dull the ends. Yeah. She said she did that. But for a puppy, if you if you need a long bristle brush, get a pin brush, the kind exactly. with the little ball at the end exactly. that's used for people. Even those, and, and it doesn't seem to matter whether it's expensive or cheap. Mm-hmm. I take them out of the package and I press them on my hand before I buy them. Yeah, to fe- see what they feel like. Oh, okay. expensive ones, and you and it's sharp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always do that too. Go to the store and you just see. I'm just. On uh, me first. We're like grooming okay. ourselves like Simeon. <laughs> 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 you like this butt dog brush? <laughs> but yeah, I'm not going to use it on my dog unless mm-hmm. I know it's going to be comfortable for them and build good habits. Well, it wasn't that long ago we had a puppy come to class, right? Yeah. It and was then it had biting. A problem. And I, I had overheard her mention about a problem with grooming. So when I pulled her aside and asked a little questions, found out she was using a slicker brush, but he had very fine puppy coat and still very fine skin. And so when I took one of our br- our regular pin brushes and yeah. did it on him, she's like, oh, you're a milk worker. And I said, no, it's just a, it's a gentle it's brush. Yeah. He yeah. likes it. And it's been great. Hasn't had problems since. So figure out what your breed needs. need. Mm-hmm. Get the appropriate one, but make sure it feels good, too. Yeah, yeah. Do it gradually. And if you're not sure, I mean, talk to, I guess, talk to a groomer. Ask questions. Mm-hmm. Or hopefully if you're getting the dog from a breeder, the breeder will give you some background mm-hmm. and, and some yeah. instruction. But if you're getting the, the puppy from a shelter or rescue, call a, a groomer mm-hmm. and say, hey, I just got a Shih Tzu puppy. 
I know he's going to have a lot of coat. What do I need to do to get him started now? The groomer will be thrilled to talk to you now because you get your puppy started right. Then later when you need help and bring the puppy to her, the puppy's already been introduced to it. I'd say ask a professional. Don't go to Petco and ask one of the teenagers. Yeah. Um, they probably you might get know. the wrong brush and <laughs> it may not all work out. <laughs> and you do want to start, start your puppy early so that when they're a year and a half, you don't have to take them to the groomer and the groomer says, I'm sorry, I have to shave him down to the skin. Or I don't start want him to come back. Yeah. 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 We've heard that also. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. What else do you need before the puppy comes home? How about cleaning supplies? <laughs> They're giggling. Gallons of vinegar. They're giggling. Costco size vinegar. And paper towels or some from Costco, those bags of rags. Oh, and that cool little um, handheld flashlight that's a black light. Oh, oh black yes. Light. Yes, those that shows the urine urines. spots. Those of you not in the know, urine under a black light. Glows. Glows. It's kind, kind of cool. freaky. <laughs> Did she you have said, fun with your black light? Obviously. <laughs> she says cool. I say freaky. Uh, <laughs> but that helps you figure out if you've gotten it all up, if puppy has an accident. Or if there's accidents you haven't found, especially if you've got a little bitty dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pooper scooper. Boy, what did we do before we had pooper scoopers? Newspaper bags. <laughs> oh, I I oh, used to yeah. sh- with German shepherds. I used to oh. shovel in a rake. <laughs> That's right. yeah. True. <laughs> Newspaper bag, hell, <laughs> shuffle in a rake. <laughs> yeah, growing up digging holes in the backyard, poop and scoop, put it in there, close it, plug the hole. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Using a shovel. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so those are the supplies you need. Let's talk about what else you need well, to do. Before. Need a photo album. Oh, yes. <laughs> what photo album. We need a camera. And, and a good I'm going to put out my idea once again, which I have yet to do, but I'm hoping somebody someday will. Okay. Is get your video camera and you put puppy in front of a door or something and you film them about three minutes every couple of days in the same place. Okay. On the same tape. Okay. And then I figure in about six months you can play it back and watch puppy grow. Okay, I'll make a deal with you. Yeah. Get her, she needs a puppy. <laughs> no, I was even going to let her use ours. If our right puppy is born this month, when we adopt him, bring him home, you can film him. You just get the camera. Okay. He'll be coming to the yard. All right. You can film him. I'll see him in front of the same place. See him blossom. <laughs> Actually, what would be fun be would cool. be to that put him in cool. front of one of our little baby trees and watch puppy and tree both grow together. Puppy <laughs> <laughs> will grow faster. <laughs> you need your sense of humor for it firmly in place. Oh, definitely. It's got to be in your store box. And don't take things too seriously. Have fun with a puppy. You've got to have fun with them. But we need to take a break yeah, for our do. sponsors so hold on and we'll talk about what else you need to do after you go shopping before you bring the puppy home so hold on sit stay it's a doggy dog world we'll be right back after a short pause well four to be exact
It's a Doggy Dog World is brought to you by 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. 1-800-PET-MEDS is your best source for pet medications, vitamins, supplements, and pet supplies. Get great savings, fast service, and free shipping. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash world, W-O-R-L-D, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more. FTD's network of over 40,000 florists around the world have been creating beautiful handcrafted arrangements for 100 years. Each arrangement is delivered the same day and backed by FTD's seven-day satisfaction guarantee. For a century, people have trusted their most important occasions to the flower experts at FTD. Since Pet Life Radio is all about puppy dogs and flowers, our listeners, that's you, can get a 20% discount on your order. Just go to florop.com and use the code DOGGYDOG at checkout. F-L-E-U-R-O-P.com. Code word D-O-G-G-Y-D-O-G. Where have you been? Oh, Grandma, I've been busy, you know, racing, GoDaddy girl. Oh, I built my own online store with GoDaddy. Really? Let me see. Grandma'sAuction.com? Hey, aren't those Grandpa's golf clubs? Grandma needs her bingo money. Use promo code DOGGY10, D-O-G-G-Y, the number 10, and get a .com domain name for just $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to it's a doggy dog world with your fetching hosts Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. All right, first half of the show we talked about 
what you need to go shopping for or what you need to have on hand before you bring the puppy home. Let's talk about what you need to do. How you about... You need to pretend that you're a baby yourself. Get down on the floor. And go crawling around the house and look for all those dangling uh-huh. cords, uh-huh. all those things the puppy's going to say, cool, looks like a toy. The tablecloth hanging over the edge of the table. With the dangly little tassels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be so cool to pull on. The books and magazines stacked on the bottom of the shelf that are right in front of... A friend of mine lost her family Bible that way. Well... It's on the bottom shelf. Puppy enjoyed it. Puppy inhaled the word. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I... Took it all in. (laughs) To a soul. Regular... I'm going to let that go. Uh, (laughs) Regular listeners to our podcast have heard this story before, but... I got into dog training because I did not puppy-proof a house. I had, I graduated from school, got a job, got a car, got my own place, got a puppy. Knew nothing about raising a puppy. My mom had had toy poodles, but her dogs were, love you, mom, very, (laughs) very poorly behaved. And she will admit it. So I got a German Shepherd puppy, a real dog, was working long hours, so supported myself and the puppy. Put a doggy door in the back door so he could come and go. After all, I didn't want to exile him to the backyard. And you didn't get a crate. And I had no idea what a crate was. You know, I just I, every time I hear Liz tell a story, I think of the first time I moved out, got my own place, also got my own German Shepherd. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As it tore the floorboards off around a dressing room type of... Yeah. Hers yeah. tore, tore the yeah. floorboards up. Mine <laughs> destroyed a sofa in one day. I walked in the front door. I must have gasped or shrieked or something because all I saw was his tail going out the doggy door. And it took eight trash bags, leaf size, huge, packed trash bags, before I saw my floor again. And so I called the dog trainer the next day and went, I need help. Petra called me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. But that was That's a few years odd. later. So, yes, puppy proofing the house. And not letting the puppy have free access to the house when you're not supervising him. Especially those cords. There's all sorts of wonderful cord cover things that you can do mm-hmm. these days. Because it doesn't take two seconds for a puppy to get under a piece of furniture and say, Oh, that looks interesting. Chomp. Mm-hmm. The other thing we did when, when my mom brought home uh, Ginger, her puppy, after my dad passed away. Paul and I went over and down on our hands and knees gathered up all the cords we got rid of a couple extension cords that probably weren't safe anyway we got in some some safer plugs for the wall we took zip ties and gathered loose cords up and tucked them away so there's all different ways you can you can do it we also picked up all the knickknacks that were down low and put them up higher or the ones that are precariously perched perched. (laughs) yes yes the books, the magazines, throw pillows. I told mom, put the throw pillows away for a while. You can bring them out later. And now Ginger's a little older and very well behaved. Mom has the throw pillows back out again. Um, she has them to put back out. And she has them. To, they were not destroyed. Yes. Puppy proofing the yard. It's probably the biggest one. The hose. <laughs> Sprinklers. Well, there's two mm-hmm. things to think about. The things that puppy can destroy. And then I had people that hired me to come out and do this their house their backyard um and i identified some poisonous plants in their backyard yeah sure plants, definitely oh and that cocoa mulch 
Oh, and the rubber yeah. tire mulch. Oh yeah. my gosh, they make a mulch now out of old used tires. Yeah. It's little bark-sized pieces, chunks of rubber. I'm sure they just sent the tires through a, a big grating chopping machine. But I can imagine a puppy eating a few bits of that rubber. Mm. That's How digestible do you think that is? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Let's talk a $3,000 surgery and maybe a dead puppy. The cocoa mulch is poisonous and has killed a number of dogs. I, I yelled at the garden department at Home Depot one day because it was still there on the shelves with no warning. I said, how many people do you think your customers have a dog? Oh, well, a lot. I said, yeah. 50, more than 50% of the nation's households have dogs. I think it's 60-something. And I said, 60-something percent of your customers have dogs or more because apartment dwellers aren't coming into Home Depot. Homeowners are. And, oh, well, I didn't think of that. Get this stuff off your shelf or put a warning up. At least put the warning up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But only for people that don't have dogs. Exactly. Because dogs are just just as attracted to chocolate as we are. And although not as poisonous, but but do watch. If you get, if you get the grounds of coffee from certain <laughs> chains. Yes. Talking about that. Yes. I just yeah. sprinkled some out on my plants. Where the dogs could not get to it. It's a, uh, used coffee grounds are a wonderful thing to add to acid-loving plants. Oh, I give it to all of them. You give it to all of them. Yeah. But we did have a puppy one time where mom had used quite a bit of it and just put it on top, had worked it in, and puppy came along and ate it. And dad brought puppy to class. And and, oh, I swear, I swear her eyeballs were spinning oh. in her head. And we asked dad, what is wrong with her? And, and this was said, like her second know. class. So we knew the dog. We knew her personality. Yeah. And we're just going, what happened? What's wrong with He's her? He's like, I don't know. Girl like with she's on a caffeine high. Yeah. We were joking about it. And I remember the following week, the wife knew exactly what happened. Yep. Yeah. So if you use used coffee grounds or even use wow. tea leaves as a fertilizer, and they are a good fertilizer, water it in well or, or dig it into the dirt or make sure the dog simply doesn't have access. Mm-hmm. I have... Uh, little fences up around my gardens to puppy proof the yard <laughs> and the dogs don't don't or can't get in although they were sniffing mightily as I was <laughs> watering it in today <laughs> and if you've got a drip system with all those expensive uh, hard to fangle oh. with, with little drip system which is a great thing in California yeah? Yeah. but still it's just irresistible to puppies Oh yeah. so let's talk about a dog run yeah. A dog run or is... Or, wait, 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 before you go, um, poison. Oh, snail, snail bait. Oh, rat yes. bait. Uh-huh. Yes. Or, or the rat that your neighbor things. has poisoned. Poison. Uh-huh. Coming yeah. over and dying in your yard. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. All sorts of things that can happen. There's lots yeah. of things that... Oh, if you've got a pool, is your pool safe for your puppy? Yeah. Now, I know in California, if there's kids that have access, it needs to be gated and locked. But there's nothing about it that says if you've got a puppy. Right. And so, we were just talking about that to one of our students Saturday. Yeah. Teach they the puppy how to house. get off out of the pool. Yep. They got a house that has a pool. Pool, they fixed it all up, and uh, they have to introduce the dogs. We'll to talk it. about that in an upcoming podcast. But for the time being, make sure it's safe that your mm-hmm. puppy can't fall in. Mm-hmm. So, dog yes, run. a dog run. A lot of people, just like the crate, tend to think of a dog run as a prison. 
and certainly it can be abused and it be, can become a prison. But uh, but if, you're all responsible dog owners, so we know that you're listening to us. Of course, you're going to be. You <laughs> yep. must be. That's so factual. <laughs> a dog run can be a place where your dog can go outside to go potty or play and be safe. If you've got a pool or you've got a well landscaped yard that you don't want the puppy to destroy, um, he can be in a safe place when you can't supervise him. And you're going to be gone more than eight hours, or eight, I'm sorry, if you're even gone more than four or five hours. You don't want to leave oh, yeah. him in a crate. That's too long to leave right. him in a crate. Mm-hmm. But, but, as responsible dog owners, he should not live his life in the dog run. No. You got a dog, I'm hoping, because you want him to spend time with you. You want him to be a companion. He needs to spend time in the house. He needs to sleep in the house. So the dog run is a safe place for him outside. But it's not... It's not his home. It's not his home. It's not his, he, you're not going to warehouse him. And actually something I've run into the last couple of weeks too. People that get the puppy while they're on vacation, whether it's from school or their job, and then go back to work and then call a week later going, Because the puppy has separation hard. anxiety. My puppy's a mess. What do I do now? Yes. So start practicing being gone for short periods of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is good to spend that first week because you are going to be sleep deprived. Sure. <laughs> so but, take your nap when your puppy does. Exactly. <laughs> but then the second week of vacation, get your puppy used to the idea yep. that I'm he adjusted. can still breathe when being separated from you for yes. a while. Yeah, exactly. And make it as good for him as you can. And I'm sure we have a podcast on getting that ready. Yes. <laughs> yes, actually, we do. We do have a podcast on separation anxiety. So if your puppy already has that. <laughs> but much better to prevent a problem than try to fix one. Right. So what else do we need to do before that puppy comes home? Well. Tell your friends you won't see them for a while. <laughs> actually, you will, because they'll be coming over to meet the puppy, and they should. Yes. Socialize They should come over puppy. and socialize that puppy and... Mm-hmm. And wear funny hats and and do all sorts of puppy problems. Find a vet. Yes. You know, I, I think by word of mouth is the best. You know, you ask around, who, who do you use? How do you like them? I mean, that's how we refer our vet. We love our I, vet. Actually, I think they ought to have all kinds of pet professionals lined up. The veterinarian. Trainers. The oh, I was waiting for that. I was trainers. like, we haven't mentioned the trainers yet. <laughs> The groomers, and the trainers. And you take your puppy to classes? Well, you know, they're a year old, right? Ten, yeah. ten, <laughs> no, no, no. I think I remember I, I followed old wives' tale. Six was, months. Yes, six months is when I showed up at Liz's class going, I'm going to kill this dog. I need yeah. help. Ten weeks old and two full sets of shots is what most trainers recommend. There I is, love teaching puppy class. There is a trainer in our area who says he will take puppies at seven weeks of That's age. Too young. We really, 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 really discourage that. Seven weeks How do you old. Really, 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 really. <laughs> seven weeks old, the puppy should still be with his mom and littermates. And yeah. we've had podcasts on that too. So check back on those two. Yes. But the puppy can go home anytime between eight and ten weeks of age. That's that's a good age. Mm-hmm. And although I prefer closer to 10 weeks, let the breeder deal with some of that. <laughs> but anyway, she's not listening. <laughs> you hope. <laughs> but the puppy also having two full sets of shots, his immune system is healthy. 
he should be able to handle a puppy class with no problem. And then... And a puppy start class. And an AKC puppy start class. Get you and your puppy started right. Prevent some of those problems from occurring. And we've had a podcast on the AKC Puppy Star Program, too. So check back to that one also. We're going to have you listening for hours. (laughs) (laughs) When you're finished cross-referencing, go out and play with your puppy. Yeah. So I think that's enough to get you started. We've had several podcasts on how to choose the right puppy. This is how to prepare for the puppy. And when you're prepared... You're not going to panic. Exactly. <laughs> but that's what the whiskey's for. <laughs> <laughs> You're bad. We're not advocating that, but if it works. <laughs> Personally, I prefer chamomile tea, but then that's okay. <laughs> that's why you're always the business. Yes, yes. All right. On that very strange note, <laughs> that's it from us, and good luck with your new puppy. <laughs> See ya. Bye-bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.